We are down to the final hour. We're really days as we start to wrap up Major League Baseball. The playoffs are almost set. We're also going to talk about week four and our NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. And Chad the Mark's excited because the Bengals are on prime time while we do the show. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian Biggie. And Canadian Biggie, you're up right and above ground. The second COVID shot didn't kill you, it looks like. At least not yet. <laughs> uh, do you have any magnets in your arm or anything like that? Have you watched any of the videos to see if you are uh, succumbing to the uh, conspiracies? All I know is my left arm now has a large lump on it that I get stuck to the side of the truck when I try to open the door. <laughs> I think that was just your fat arm to begin with. Oh. That is possible. <laughs> how many how many hours did you sleep in a row after the second shot? I slept mostly, unless I had to pee, for 17 hours. You should have got it on Saturday so you could have slept through what Brady's going to do to your Patriots this weekend. Yeah, you got to love them when they win and love them when they're not so good. He loves the misery. <laughs> Here's my question. I think a lot of Patriots fans are going to be kind of rooting for old Tom because y'all don't have much to root for this year. Am I am I wrong? Or are Patriot fans going to be loyal to a fault no matter what? Or is there still a pretty good contingency out there of fans that are like, you know what? Good for you, Tommy. We're okay if you win. Ah, you're right and you're wrong. Just like the latest commercial you saw with him where he's trying to get somebody to buy into his crypto and he's a Boston bar owner. I'll buy in, but still screw you. People love him for what he did. He moved on. Patriots weren't the best option for him when he moved to the Bucs. They were a team ready to win. Patriots were not. Uh, I will say that you'll have a ton of people out there who are diehard Patriots fans. You'll be like, meh, missed you. Do your thing. They're not going to hate him. They're not going to wish injury upon him. I mean, Biggie, we've been through this before. So, Jordan, Bulls, then to, to the Wizards. Yep. So, I recall many times during those two seasons that uh, Jordan played for the Wizards that I knew and you knew that the Bulls were going nowhere. The Wizards were sniffing the playoffs, not quite like the the, the team that the Bucks are now, but I, I found myself cheering for Jordan and the Wizards because I knew they had a playoff chance, whereas the Bulls, they had no chance. They were relying on Marcus Fizer to drop 20 and 15. Ooh, Marcus Fizer name drop. And so every game the Bucks, Iowa State, I believe, or Iowa. You are correct. Every but, uh, game the Bucks have played for the last year plus, other than Sunday night, I've rooted for them. But it's a similar feeling because the Patriots, let's be real, they wish Marcus Pfizer was coming out that tunnel. <laughs> Tell you what, you guys clown all you want right now. It's early season. Going to get it corrected. The Patriots Dude, are still going to make the playoffs. We can. You know this. Patriots will be in the playoffs as a wild card. Not this year. Yes, they will. No, they won't. I'll bet you a uh, liter of beam to a uh, 12-pack of IPA that they make the playoffs. That's fine. We'll, we'll both take no, it. No, not whatever. Get, it's fine. No, you'll get – so what we're saying is we'll both take it. You can only do the 12-pack. I'm fine with that. We'll do two bottles of beam just for you because, I mean – There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Okay. No. I'm down for this bet. All right. So the best meme I've seen all week was like Brady in there smiling and then smug Belichick's like Cobra Kai. Sweep the leg. Yeah. And that's the, that's the most accurate thing I've seen all week. 
Well, I would have to say it's probably the second most accurate thing because I saw something today that had Belichick listening in the Bucks locker room on Sunday night to try to get an advantage. Uh, that's what uh, Peyton said. But I, I did want to ask you about some of these uh, these prop bets that are out here. I don't know if you've seen these or not, uh, but I just need you to tell me uh, where, you're, where you're putting your money. So if you had to pick one, what will happen on the field after the game? Brady and Bill shake only shake hands. Brady and Bill have a hug and embrace. Brady and Bill shake hands and embrace, or they don't even touch touch each other. I'm going to say they shake hands. Shake hands. I think that's probably the clubhouse leader. They all have a uh, 200 plus 200, except for uh, the high, high five only. If they high five each other, it's a plus 2,000, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Look like when Bill's not a big high fiving guy. <laughs> when Brady left. His exit interview wasn't face-to-face with Belichick. They did it over right. the phone per, per Belichick. Mm, yeah. And when they interviewed Brady, and he even said, he said, or wished him luck. Season. We're not the best option. Tom, you're the greatest and of all Tom, time. Tom's best like of luck where you go. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, recognizes where it is. But anyone who's betting on, on Belichick on hugging Brady, get out of here. We're on to Mac Jones. Cam Newton. Another cut him. All right, more prop bets. What will be shown first, Bledsoe getting hurt and Brady taking over, or Brady shirtless at the NFL Combine? Ooh. <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, I got to go Bledsoe getting hurt. Yeah, I think that's the clubhouse leader, too. How about this? Uh, what, what are they doing for Edelman this week? Aren't they doing some like uh, – Oh, it's a big-time uh, celebration of his career, retiring his number, okay. putting him in the rafters. All right, so who gets shown on TV first, Bob Kraft, Giselle, or Julian Edelman? Bob Kraft. Yeah, he's minus 300. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to be mentioned first? Will they simply say Tom Brady, Mac Jones, or Bill Belichick first on the broadcast? Tom Brady, because Colin Worstel will do that slide in from the side. Uh, he's going to slide in. Does yep. he still do the slide in? Yep. Tom Brady's a minus 240. So, okay. Yeah, that's the clubhouse leader there. What will be mentioned first during the broadcast? First round pick or MVP? First round pick. Because it's first-round pick Mac Jones, right? Yes. Of course. They don't have time to get to the MVP. All right. So, you going to take any of them prop bets? Uh, the only one that I'll take is the handshake. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead and put your money on it. That, you're not getting much in return. You got to spend uh, $100 just to make 20 So, Gotcha. Uh, I'll Maybe pass on that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> just take the high five. Just put five bucks on the high five and ride it. Dude. Brady's teammates don't even high five him. Belichick's Wait, not going to do it. What if it's a low five? Would they count that? Or no, it's got to be a high five. It doesn't say anything about a low five. What about a fist bump? What well, that's not in bump? there. Ooh, Gronk's not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I hey, real, bump in front ugly. <laughs> real quick, um, I, I got got a couple things uh, before we move off the NFL because we got baseball to talk about because that season's wrapping down or uh, wrapping up. Winding down. I'll get my right phrases correctly here soon enough. But another one. That's it. The um, NFL Super Bowl halftime show. Did you see who they released? I saw who they dropped. It's in L.A. What do we got? Snoop, Eminem, Dr. Dre. Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Yep. That's insane. I can't believe they're going that route. That's awesome, though. It's I don't know. I think it's really awesome. It's in L.A. It'll be a really good show. It's just kind of interesting to see where they go with a halftime show 
you know, like Snoop, Dre, Eminem, like it's just going to be all explicit or what are we doing here? I mean, in their minds, though, they're, they're lowering the level of who's going to have the nip slip. They're allowed to have it, except for Mary J. Blige. That's my point. Yeah. It's a it's a good five to one ratio now yeah. in the right direction. So that, that, that's what they're looking out for. But I'm just Eminem happy. To- no, I mean, Eminem's let his pants fall down a few times yep. on stage, so there's that. I'm as happy to see Dre able to get out there after having almost died, and while he was in the hospital, people were looting his house. Everybody forgot about Dre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't sell them all. <laughs> He's coming back, baby, because it's in Inglewood. And they're always up to no good. Oh. This is the whitest podcast you're going to hear today. <laughs> oh, that's all I got for NFL. I do want to let everybody know that we did our picks for the Thursday night game since it's about to kick off. Just so everyone knows, Biggie, you and I both ride the Bengals on a seven and a half point home spread uh, that they're going to cover. And Mr. Brown, you start off with the lone wolf taking Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, and Whoever else you want to Don't say. Don't forget James Robinson. James Robinson. So you, you, how confident are you in that pick? Uh, you know, I'm not confident It doesn't matter because the Bengals are on TV, damn it, and you guys won, so I actually watch my team at least for a little bit, so I'm excited about that. It doesn't matter because you're last place. Yes. <laughs> no comment. You know, Irvin Meyer said earlier in the week when they played the Broncos that it was like playing Alabama every week as a coach in the NFL. <laughs> That's what I think about when I see the Broncos. Yeah. Well, he's Kent State now, not Ohio State. I bring that up because Urban Meyer is going full Bobby Petrino by week 11, 12 this year. There's no better job in college football than a blue blood in Hollywood with the name, image, likeness. Urban Meyer's next head coach at USC. They'll hire him on the same tarmac they fired Lane Kiffin on. Uh, That might might happen. Let me ask you this. uh, Man, Deshaun Watson, would you trade for Trevor Lawrence? Whoa. Yeah. I wouldn't. If you're the Texans or if you're the Jags? If I'm the Jags. Okay. What about you, Mr. Brown? I mean, he's damaged goods until said otherwise. So you can't train him for a freaking John Kitna at this point. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> got to gotta go to Kitna and hurt my feelings <laughs> there. Uh, let me ask you, uh, why are they paying him to not play? Are they just trying to make sure he doesn't get hurt? This doesn't make – because he's not on the commissioner's exempt list. He's actually on the 53-man roster, but yeah. they're paying him to stay home. They're paying him to not play. And that's really strange because in these situations, typically you get put on the commissioner's exempt list. I think that the reason they're paying him to stay home is he gets paid and it protects their investment. He's not off doing something else while he's suspended for the season or off the team, that sort of thing. I don't know what you can get out of him. His trade value is not going to rocket back up without They're going to lose big on this, right? Like, what are they going to get, a third-round pick eventually for him? This is terrible. I just and the other thing, like you said, trade for Trevor Lawrence, you'd take that in a heartbeat. What the Texans need is four or five picks for him because they're hurting everywhere. Yeah, not going to happen. All right, that's enough NFL talk for now. We'll be back to hit our week four NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week here momentarily. Well, it's almost time for Mr. Brown's favorite time of the year, and that is the fall classic. Uh, the, the leaves are turning a little brown. The air's a little chilly, and it's time for October baseball. And Biggie, I think you and me, our teams are on the outside looking in. But, Mr. Brown, your Braves, uh, by all intents and purposes, should win their division. Should they not? Nah, they're 9-1 in, la- in the last 10. Their magic number's 1. And the Phillies are playing them tonight. So, I think they'll be in the playoffs. You think it happens tonight? 
Yeah, I think so. Okay, fair enough. It's not the win one of three for the Mets. All right, so let's just jump right around the horn here, and we'll just start with the AL and just go through the divisions here, and then we'll talk a little bit about the wild card. So Tampa Bay, damn it, they just always do it, man. Uh, any any thoughts on Tampa's just uh, apparently sheer dominance on how to save a lot of money but yet still kick everybody's ass? Just imagine what they could do if they had a crowd that filled their stadium. They will in Montreal next year. Best record in the AL. The only record that's better is the Giants and the Dodgers. But the Rays, they traded away all that pitching, and here they are. And, like, no one picked the Rays beginning of the year to be that team. Like, wild card maybe. They're like, here they are. They're the model of baseball. That's what I don't get about the Rays, where they're this good every year. You would think that their front office personnel and their scouts would constantly be getting poached to other organizations because they put out a great product every year on one of the lowest lowest budgets. I guess they don't know how to do it with money, so that's why they just leave them there. I don't know. All right, let's keep it moving. Go to the AL Central, so the White Sox. I think we all picked the White Sox to win this division. I believe so. They pretty much led it wire to wire after the first two weeks of the season. Uh, no other team is going to finish above 500, it looks like, in that division. Is that surprising to you, or is that just how bad the AL Central is? Uh, I mean, the White Sox, I picked wire to wire. Uh, Indians kind of sold out, and then there's nobody else really there. The, the Twins yeah, the Indians the were really shot. the, the twins, only other team. They, they could have been there. Yeah, but I, I they, mean, yeah, they, they it's surprising bad. how they, bad they, they were. They were real bad. Twins have been in the playoffs how many times on and off for the last 15 years, it feels like. So as bad as they were this year, yeah, that was a surprise. All right. Are going out to the West, the Astros without Verlander and and losing Cole. They, they found a way to, to be right back in the thick of things. Uh, your uh, your Mariners look like they're going to finish second, though. No, before we get we into are going to finish we, second. Before we get into the Mariners, though. So the Astros – is it time we let them off the hook? Hell no. To me, they've, they've proven. They've always been talented. Yeah. Through their run last year where they got hot in the into the postseason and what they've done this year, that their talent outweighs whatever advantage they got. We get at least this year, though, to hate on them because we didn't have fans last year. So uh, they're not off the hook until the season's over. Agreed. When I, you talk about the Mariners, though, the biggest – situation going on in the AL is the wild card. You got the Yankees, the Sox, and the Mariners, and the Athletics all pushed up to get sorry, the Blue so you Jays got within two games. Yankees, they're one game ahead of the Red Sox. Red Sox have the second wild card. They're half game up on the Mariners. They're one game up on the Blue Jays. Uh, A's are four and a half back. So you got Yankees, Red Sox, Mariners, Blue Jays separated by a total of two games with four to play for the last two spots. Right. That's fun for the last weekend of the year. Are we going to get a, a playing game maybe? I mean, that's awful tough. Oh, I saw this weird scenario on ESPN the other day where there's a four or five-way tie. Uh, Can we get two divisions. playing games? That would be even better. Can well, we they, get like a playing game to a title? <laughs> the way it works out is you would get a choice if you were the highest-seeded team to play one game on Tuesday at home and line your pitching up or play Monday, lose, and have a chance to play the other sitting team on Tuesday. It's a crazy scenario. So what happens if you end up with with all of them in the same record? That's what plays out. This was between Blue Jays, Yankees, Red Sox to play in for the last spot. So even if you're not a big American League guy, you should be watching this to see how it plays out here for the remainder of the week. Yes. 
I mean, like, if you look at it as a Mariners fan, we haven't this close to playoffs right now in 20 years. Got a young team. They're making a bunch of miracle finishes, playing great down the stretch. If you're just a fan of baseball in general and you're our age and you look at the Blue Jays and you're like, God, I didn't know any of these guys are still playing. Oh, that's right. They have like five of their kids all on this team. They mash the ball. So if you're not a diehard fan of the Red Sox or Yankees, you're probably rooting for the Blue Jays. Yeah. I mean, they got, they got the most name recognition out yep. there, too. Like, everybody knows those guys. Um, all right, let's switch over to the uh, NL, and we already hit on the NL East here a little bit, but you know, it looks like uh, everybody kind of fell off toward the end, except for the Phillies, who kind of managed to hang around with the Braves there. But um, the the Phillies might finish like one or two games over five hundred. So Atlanta, like, like I said, well, they're probably going to take care of this tonight. You got any more thoughts you want to throw in there? All we got in the NL is: do the Braves finish tonight, or is it going to the weekend for the NL East? And then the wild card, not the wild card's wrapped up. You got. Whoever doesn't win the NLS is the top one, and then the Cardinals with their 17-game yep. streak, <laughs> uh, they're in there. Uh, so it's basically the Braves, do they win the East? And then how quickly? And then lastly is who wins the NLS? Is it the Dodgers or the Giants? And the, the Giants are up two games right now on the Dodgers. All right, so Giants real- have a two-game lead with four to play. Right. They Do they play each other? Did I see that? Uh, I can try uh, to I find out. I might be wrong. I might be way off on that. I, I can't. Okay. I, I thought I might have saw that. Or, or they might have been playing the Padres at the end. And I think Padres. at that, what what it was, was originally the Padres were the team we thought was going to be. They're not even going to finish above 500. So what a disaster that was. Um, the Brewers, with their epic season, uh, did you see the story with uh, the relief pitcher, Devin Williams? Did not. Uh, he uh, had a little fun after they clinched, uh, and uh, I guess we got home and decided to pick a fight with some drywall, and he broke his uh, hand, his pitching hand. Oh! He was the bridge from their big three to Hater, and he broke his hand at home celebrating. So It's crazy. How does just, that happen? He'll just put like a Band-Aid on that and go roll, right? Out for the year. Out for the year. My, my favorite thing was, did you see the press conference? No. They they basically made him go up there and tell everybody what he did. I'm like, a dumbass. Like you know how normally like organizations try to protect their assets, they try to protect their players. Not with this. They're like, go up there, dumbass, tell them what you did. Yep. And uh, he did, and it was fantastic. Um, Has he received any death threats yet? <laughs> so to touch on the NLS, you got the Dodgers. They have the Brewers to wrap it up. Uh, for this weekend, and the uh, Giants have the Padres, so there's no clear cut. They're like neither cruising. team really has an advantage because the Brewers have clinched, so they're going to set up their rotation, and everything and the for Padres the playoffs. Have already packed it in, yeah. So really, it would be a miracle if the Giants don't win the. They division. should, and and like that's awesome, except for being a Braves fan, right? I want the Giants to win the division because I want the Dodgers in the wild card play in game. Just, just the oh, that's right. Because they got to play the Cardinals. That's right, and the Cardinals being the hottest team in baseball. I mean, we could see it. Wouldn't that be beautiful? If be the poetic. if the Dodgers with their millions and millions of dollars spent on payroll can't win a playing game, essentially. Now, what happens if the Dodgers and Giants finish tied for the division? Then whoever loses that, let's say it's the Giants, then they or the Dodgers, they have to go into a wild card game. So it's Different scenarios for the two teams that win the most games in baseball. Could potentially play two one and duns before you even get to the playoffs. Either way, there should be an incentive to win the division because you got the Cardinals coming up. 
So I, I'm, I'm excited to see it. The Braves have the Brewers, which is a tough matchup. But other than that, I think if anybody can get to the uh, World Series. It's it's wide open. I think it's it's wide open all the way around. It really is. So it, it's a great time to be a baseball fan. We talk about the young talent in the game. There's a lot of young talent in the playoffs here. And it's not even all of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just going to keep building on each other. And this is a great time to get, in, get dialed in. And despite Devin Williams being a dumbass, I've got to <laughs> stick to my picks. I've got a Brewers White Sox World Series because I love their starting rotation in the in the bull back end of the bullpen. We can revisit it when next week. You know yeah, what I mean? We can just, do that. Just, just to make saying. sure. Well, and you know what? Uh, I can't deviate from it right now. Quick, quick shout out. You know, as we transition here, uh, as a reminder to everybody, next week we'll have another special edition of Beat the Shift with Mr. Brown here, Mr. Greg Rawlings, and that's a great time to talk baseball. Who, who are you uh, dialing in for the show? Uh, the fans requested a catcher's perspective, so we're going with Mike Heath, 14-year veteran, and we have Ed Hearn. He was a member of the 86 Mets, who was just highlighted on ESPN for the 30 for 30. He was actually traded for David Cohn at one point, so both catchers, and we're going to have a lot of fun with that. So hopefully we can uh, get their takes on what they think is going to happen to not let that eat up too much time because we know their stories are going to be great. But we'll talk more baseball next week because all the dust will have settled and we'll be riding right into the playoffs. But can't wait, baby. It's going to be fantastic. All right, it's that time again, and we're going to go ahead and key up the music because it's time for the week four NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks and the Thursday night game is about to kick off. The Bengals are a home favorite of seven and a half. Biggie, you and me are riding them. And I saw the predictions of everybody on TV, and nobody's got them covering the seven and a half. Mr. Brown also decided not to go seven and a half. He's got the Jaguars covering, even though he thinks the Bengals are going to win. I, I picked against the Bengals last week, and they won. So I, I'm probably giving them the kiss of death. And Biggie, I'm dragging you down with me. That's okay. I'm used to coming out of the gutter. So since this is my only second lone wolf, I get to say it on the air, right? Absolutely. That was amazing. I like that. Uh, To get everybody caught up to where we're at last week, I went 7-9. Mr. Brown dominated at 10-6. Biggie, a respectable 9-7. Across all weeks, I'm 22-26 in last place. Flip the script, Mr. Brown is 26-22. A game ahead is Biggie still in first place at 27 and 21. Congratulations, Biggie. Are you going to hold on to it after this week? After this week, yes. Season long, we're all kind of not doing so well, fellas. That's all right. It's early. Speak for yourself. This is great for me. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a 10-game improvement at this point. Uh, Well, let's go ahead and get to the rest of the games. Play my damn music. (laughs) It's Mr. Brown's music. (laughs) Good God. Business just picked up. Ah, speaking of business picking up, Ron Rivera and the Washington football team go on the road where nobody climbs out of a dumpster better than the Falcons, the Dirty Birds. The Falcons at home, they're giving one and a half to Washington. I have to go with the Washington football team of one and a half. I think they'll rebound this week, play just well enough to win because Atlanta is just that bad. Washington will look like that defense we thought they were going to have. They actually have. I hate both teams at this point. <laughs> but for fantasy purposes, I've got to say Atlanta rebounds and Kyle Pitts gets a touchdown finally. So I'm going Falcons. 
Ah, uh, Mr. Brown, I'm just going to let you ride the lone wolf starting out the gate here. We like uh, Jaguar noises. Go ahead and give us a bird noise because I'm also taking the WTFs because they're definitely uh, going to cover this one because the Falcons are trash. So, That's better than the chicken noise Biggie makes half the time we do the birds. So let's go uh, Lions. I don't like where this is going, by the way. Uh, it's, it's early. See if I can course correct. The Lions... Heart broke last week. Let's let's just say Justin Tucker, 66 yards from the Ravens. Good God, man. Anyway, the uh, Lions are on the road to Chicago where is, is Matt Nagy still there? He's about to get fired. Okay, well, are they going to cover? They're a three-point home favorite, the Bears are. I'm going to take the Bears to cover this week just because the Lions are so bad. They ate kneecaps the last two weeks, and it didn't work for them. Dude, they gave everything that uh, Mr. Running Back and Quarterback can handle. And and they almost won the game. It took a 66-yard er, field goal. Off the I, upright. I've got to go Lions. For the crossbar. I've got to go Lions here. I think that they may win this game. I mean, I, I don't, who's their quarterback? Is it going to be Dalton? Is it going to be Foles? Is it going to be... It's uh, Justin Fields, Justin baby. Fields and they're all oh, in play. So Justin Fields, the guy who is in the image of Lamar, who they're just coming off a week playing them, that's why they're going to shut them down. So I'm also riding the Lions. And, Biggie, you're the lone bear on this one. How could you pick the Bears to cover anything? Because the Lions would have got blown out last week if Hollywood Henderson wouldn't have dropped three touchdowns or right. Hollywood Brown. Uh, when it come to a 66-yard field goal. So give me a uh, Monsters of the Midway. Uh, they are not Monsters of the Midway anymore. All right, Biggie's Tennessee Titans, one of his uh, favorite. That's in his favorite team category. Yeah. The Titans on the road to the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. This is uh, a six-and-a-half-point favorite for the Titans. Titans. I'm not picking the Jets again until they prove me wrong. So I'm going Titans. That's all I'm going to say about the Jets the rest of the year. <laughs> I also have the Titans, and I thought this was a peculiarly small spread. Six and a half? Like, you only think the Titans are one touchdown better than the Jets, who lost like 30 to nothing to the Broncos last week? Yeah, what was the spread with the Broncos game? Like Ten and, and a half? half? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what are they, they? They found some second wind here all of a sudden, and the Titans have been like running over everybody the last couple weeks as far as a ground game goes. This is so. just one of those weird spreads where we it, all look it at it. It won't be this on Sunday. Yeah. There's it, no way. Yeah, It'll it be like nine. Vegas sets it a certain way to get people to bet one side, and they'd have flipped it the other way. Yeah. All right, so we're across the board there. Moving on, the Browns on the road to the Vikings. The Vikings are one and two, but my God, they've been in heartbreaks here. So we're getting a close spread where the Browns are a road two-and-a-half-point favorite. And they shouldn't be a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. The Vikings should be 3-0, and but they've been looking for a kicker for 22 years. Still haven't found one this week. They're going to do what they did last week, where they win by two scores. Skull! Uh, I'm not going to be as animated, but I'm also going Vikings. I'm going to ride the lone wolf and take the Browns because the Browns, I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. They're going to be able to take care of business on the road, and all they got to do is win by at least a field goal, and they're going to do that. So, oh, 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 Dog Pound is going to walk away with that one. So there's my lone wolf out of the way. All right, Biggie, your Indianapolis Colts, one of your other favorite teams. (laughs) They're not doing so well. And they're going on the road to Miami where the Dolphins find themselves a one-and-a-half-point home favorite. That's amazing. This game is a tough one for me. 
spread's too tight. I really want to take the Colts. I love Jacoby Brissett, but I really hate the Dolphins. So I'm going to roll with uh, the king of backups, Frank Wright, to put together a game plan and get a victory. I'll take the Colts. If anything we saw last week is that Jacoby Brissett is better than Tua, and it's not close, in my opinion. Jacoby looked good. He did look good. Uh, with that being said, I feel like the Colts finally got to win a game. Are they 0-2? Is that right? 0-3. 0-3? So the Colts got to win eventually, so I'm going to go Colts. They're going to cover. Uh, the Colts aren't winning this one because they're not going to win on the road. And this is a revenge game for Jacoby Brissett. He's going to walk in there, and he's going to wave the flag of victory because that's what Jacoby Brissett will do against the Colts. And you know what? It's not to it, baby, so it's going to happen. And I'll give you the uh, – <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't do a damn dolphin. Okay, Ace. Uh, Snowflake yeah. for the win. Uh, it's it's basically a pick em, man. I hate this game. I don't even want to pick either of them. They're probably going to tie. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and stick with my dolphins. All right. This is an interesting one. You got the undefeated Carolina Panthers with the resurgent Sam Darnold going on the road to Big D. The Cowboys are a four-and-a-half-point home favorite. If Christian McCaffrey were playing in this game, I'd be taking the Panthers to cover. I still think the Cowboys would win. Without him, I don't think Chubba Hubbard is quite the guy to fill that role. I like the Cowboys to cover at home. I was going to say, you know, you don't have McCaffrey, but Chubba Hubbard is walking through that tunnel. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to also take the Cowboys. Zeke, he kind of showed up this past Monday with Tony Pollard spelling him. They look good on the ground. They pounded the ground with both dual running backs. Carolina can't keep up. I think we're going to find out a lot about Carolina, and it's going to be that they're probably better than what most people think, but they're not going to be good enough to win this game. And I think Dallas wins by a touchdown. It's at home. They're giving them four and a half. You know, they're, they're going to win by at least six. And uh, I, I don't think you're going to walk away going, wow, Carolina's really a crappy team. I think you're going to say, man, they fought hard because Dallas might be one of the best offenses in the NFL. Yeah. And, and you're going you're gonna to see them put some yards up and put some points up here. So, we're Cowboys across the board, correct? Yes. All right. How about uh, Danny Dimes and the GGGG men on the road to New Orleans? Are they in New Orleans again? Is this back in Louisiana? Or? I think this one is their first home game. Okay. I believe so. So, that, that's interesting. Uh, man, I didn't even think about that till just now. We should have researched that. Uh, I reserve the right to change my pick if I find this out. Uh, the, the Saints, uh, they are a seven-point home favorite. You know, I really want to take the Giants for the cover here, and uh, I'm going to take the Giants for the cover here. How much is it? Seven. Uh, I'm going to go the Saints. You got any, any dialogue as to why? Crabbling. <laughs> I mean, you just dropped Danny Dimes in our fantasy league, so I didn't know if uh, that was part of the reason. It's part of it, but I'm not getting into that. Uh, I'm also taking uh, Nolans to cover at home, uh, especially if they're back home. That's got to be a feel-good story, and I feel like the last couple times they got misplaced and came back home, they just murdered whoever they played. So I'm going with the uh, Saints. So fee-fi-fo-fum, buddy. Fee-fi-fo-fum. Let's go, Giants. All right, probably one of the more enigmatic, if I can get that right, puzzling teams. The Kansas City Chiefs are on the road to Philadelphia. The Chiefs are a seven-point 
road favorite, even though they're one and two. To me, this game's easy to pick because I can't remember a time in the last year plus this that the Chiefs have covered. They win a lot, but they always win close. Their defense is horrible. They're going to win, but they're not going to win by more than eight points. I'll take the Eagles to cover. I am. I'm thinking the Chiefs rebound this week. They're one and two. Like the whole nation's looking at the Chiefs right now. So I'm picking the Chiefs to cover. I'm writing some uh, thing I saw online where it said the Chiefs haven't won a game by uh, double digits in in like 12 games, and they haven't covered the spread except for like 30 percent of the time. Uh, so. I'm using those analytics to also pick the Eagles to cover, but definitely not win. So I guess uh, you're the lone wolf, Mr. Brown. On the Chief, how, how is somebody a lone wolf on the Chiefs? That's where we've gotten to. That's amazing. Since the Braves can't do it, but the Chiefs can. I'm going to do this with pride. Look at the sound waves on the screen from that. That was impressive. I like it. All right, how about the uh, Houston Texans on the road to Buffalo? Buffalo is a 15-and-a-half-point home favorite. Good God almighty. I have no idea really to go with this one. I feel like the Bills definitely are two or three touchdowns better, but that is such a big spread. I just got to take the Texans to backdoor it. (laughs) What is it, 17-and-a-half? 15-and-a-half. That's out of control, though. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I, I've got to go Texans. It's so like, big. You're not, you won't be amazed if they did like they did last week where the Bills win by 20. But if I'm betting, I can't bet them to win by freaking. I hate this spread. And look, they. it's going to be Mr. Neck playing quarterback again for the Texans. And Carolina, without a healthy McCaffrey, would have covered this spread. So... Yeah, I'm just taking Buffalo, man. I, I mean, I hate this spread, but you got to pick one. And I had it wrote down before Mr. Brown picked, so I'm just going to ride my lone wolf where nobody circles the wagons quite like the Buffalo Bills, especially at home. All right, so let's go. Man, game of the week if it wasn't for Tom Brady. You got the Arizona Cardinals on the road to L.A. where the Rams – are a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. I love me some Kyler Murray, 2023 NFL MVP Kyler Murray. Uh, they're going to go on the road and not only cover, but they're going to win. <laughs> I, I got to say, I seen it first. So I'm also going to take the Cardinals. Uh, why does that mean uh, you seen it first? What does that mean? Kyler Murray, baby. Kyler Murray. We're going yeah. Kyler Murray. Man, I'm rather going to fall further behind or I'm going to catch back up quick this week because I don't think the Rams are going to have a letdown week. I think they're going to bounce back and still hold true. They're going to put a foothold on that division. And we did our power rankings, and we all had the Rams number one across the board. I have not changed from that. They will win. They will cover. They are going to stay in that top spot. So I don't know (laughs) – I don't know what Rams says, but I'm taking them. Just remember last week when we talked Chargers-Chiefs, and I told you not only would the Chargers cover, but they'd win outright. That's a completely different game. I told you last week that a road dog was going to win against a good home team. I'm telling you the same thing this week. Follow along. All right, so for Biggie's insider tips, you can call 1-900-976-BIGG. 
All right, the next game on the docket, the disappointing Seahawks on the road to the 49ers. The 49ers are a three-point home favorite, and I hate this game. I hate this game, too. To me, that's the worst game to pick because these two always play close games, regardless of where it is in the season or who's the better team. Um, I don't like the Seahawks on the road here. I'm, I am taking the Seahawks to cover for one reason. They're better than one and two, and Russell Wilson, it's a three-point spread. He's never lost three consecutive games in regular season his entire career. It doesn't happen this week. Oh, oh I, I, this matchup sucks. Yes. Does it not? I would not bet on this. <laughs> I, I love Russell Wilson. I love, we've talked about this at length off the air, Metcalf. It's my dude. So I, I got to go Seahawks by default. What? Another one. <laughs> I, I hate you guys. It's making me feel so alone. I'm so isolated. I'll never do if I if I don't finish 500 this week, I will not do picks the rest of the year. I'd be so mad. I'm just I hate this game. I'm just taking the home team. Like I'm just taking the 49ers. They 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 should have beat Green Bay. They they didn't. Uh, uh, I, it hurts. I because I like you're right. Like Seattle can't keep losing games. Not with Russ. Yep. But it's, it's just three points. Uh, I'm just taking the Niners. So. I don't even have a noise for that. You know, it's just, the noise is the sound of me loading a gun right now. That's what that is. Ooh. Digging um, gold. All right. <laughs> the power of porn is back. Um, yeah. Let's go with uh, the precious uh, metal. Here's a, <laughs> that's the name of that stripper. <laughs> uh, let's get it back on track, fellas. All right. The Ravens on the road to Mal High. The Ravens are a one-point favorite against the undefeated Denver Broncos. Easiest game of the week to pick for me with this spread. I'm taking the Ravens all day long. I agree, and I'm not even going to elaborate. The worst 3-0 team in the history of the NFL. I am elaborating. Sorry. They're (laughs) 0-9. Their opponents are 0-9. The Ravens all day. Well, guess what, fellas? It's Across the board. We're taking the Ravens. I'm not even close to picking the Broncos. I, I'm with you. I think it's one of the easiest games, which means we're probably all wrong. Uh, so that's fantastic. But it's one point. I mean, we'll hear, like, can Lamar run in the mile high altitude? No, he's going to be fine. Uh, the Broncos will uh, probably get exposed. So all that stuff about I said about the Panthers looking like they kind of belong but not good enough to beat the Cowboys, that does not apply to this game at all. All right, now we're down to the Steelers on the road to Green Bay. This is a big spread. Green Bay six and a half at home. Uh, I do think Green Bay wins this game at home. I think Pittsburgh bounces back a little bit from how they played last week. I like uh, Pittsburgh to cover. I'm going Green Bay, and I can't tell you why. I just, I just had a feeling. One of the reasons I like Pittsburgh is what I saw was that T.J. Watt and uh, two other players on defense are expected to play this week. They play. I like them. They don't play that I'm picking the Packers. I, <laughs> let me say this, and I pull Biggie's line just now, is the fact that Big Ben can't move in the pocket. He's done. He's washed up. He needs to retire. They have zero running game. Their offensive line sucks. So – I think the Steelers are going to be like in the top five pick this year. That's, that's a hot take. Ooh. So, cellar dwellers, right? Uh, I hope that happens. Uh, you know, I picked 
the Steelers to cover against the Bengals last week, and I did that so my Bengals would win, and it worked out beautifully. So I don't know if those same metrics apply now. Uh, I think Pittsburgh being a little healthier and not having a million pulled groins will help them out. It is in Green Bay. I think Green Bay wins, but I feel like it's just one of those games. Green Bay wins by like four points. You know, I mean, yeah, they it, win, but they win twenty to sixteen. Yeah, something like that. I, and maybe, maybe we're completely wrong, and Mr. Brown gets to you know celebrate that one. But you're the lone wolf, Mr. Brown. I like cheese. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, now time for the game of the week. That's right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road. The it, it's not the game of the week. It is. Everybody's going to watch this game. game of the week. It is, but everyone's going to watch it. will be the most watched game of the season probably. And uh, the Patriots are a seven-point home dog to the visiting Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look at Vegas giving the Patriots a little respect. This spread should be about 10 or 11, honestly, because Patriots offense has struggled through three games. Even with as bad as the Bucs defense is, they're not going to look that much better. Um, I do think the Patriots will keep it close through probably about three quarters, but the Bucs will end up winning by 10 or 14, so I'll take the Bucs to cover. I feel like Gronk and Brady have had this mark on the calendar since it's been published. This has been a uh, revenge game to show that, like we've talked about, is it Belichick or is it Brady? And Gronk's Brady's, you know, sidekick. So they're going to show it wasn't Belichick at all. They're going to roll New England and they're going to make it a point. Like it, they're going to be at, I think if they're up about three touchdowns, it ain't going to surprise me. I can't add to this. It's going to be a massacre, and you're right. The spread is terrible. This is like where they try to do something to get you to put some more money on the action yep. here. So, uh, yeah, Tampa Tampa clears this one easily. Or or do we see the most brilliant coaching job that Belichick's ever done? Uh, probably not. Not not with the talent he's got. you got to have the, the players to do it. Yep, so not going to happen. Which like, you want to talk about how great Tom Brady is, and he is the GOAT. When they won the first three Super Bowls, second in points allowed, six in points allowed, six in point allowed. You wait an entire decade to win another one in 2014, they're sixth in point allowed. So as great as Brady was, he had players around him. That The Patriots just don't have that, regardless who their QB is this year. And you hit the nail right on the head. Brady's got a huge chip on his shoulder. He's not going to say anything, but he's going to try and throw for 500 yards and 12 touchdowns. <laughs> and that's that's not what you want to have in the first time. Yeah. He, wants to set, he wants to set some Gillette Stadium records as a member of the other team. That way you know whose house this yes. is. All right, last game of the week. It's Mr. Brown's Raiders, and they are on the road to a team that is it the team that barely lost to the Cowboys or is it the team that put the smack down on the Chiefs the Chargers are the favorite by three points I'm so torn every Sunday picking against my team so I almost say as I'm picking the Raiders because Derek Carr leading the league in passing yards through what how many weeks three there you go. I think the Chargers are the better team on paper. I think the Raiders find a way to win somehow. Because guess what? I will say this. Did Ben. 74% of ticket sales to this game in L.A. in the Chargers home stadium are to Raiders fans. So this is going to be Raiders West home game. You emphasized what your starting quarterback said when he was asked. We're the favorite in that building, and that's just a fact. Having said that, I love me some Herbert. Three points at home. Give me the Chargers. 
I mean, I, I'm riding Herbert and the Chargers too. I mean, like this is the one that feels like it should be a letdown. Like it definitely could be. But they're used to playing, you know, quote, at home slash on the road. Like that, the Raiders fans are not going to bother them because they're used to that. that. That's what they are. At least they're not in the soccer stadium, you know, so they have that going for them. I will say this. I love that the Raiders are 3-0. and They're one of the teams, me, me, me and Miss Brown have this conversation, the league is better when they're good. But where they almost blew the game last week, overtime week one, touch and go with the Steelers. I feel like it could be close late. I, I like the Chargers. Yeah, they're going to come back to earth a little bit here, I think, the Raiders. No way this is a blow. I think three is a good spread for this. Yeah, game. I mean, and you're pretty much just they're giving three to the home team. Yep. So it is what it is. But all right, so Mr. Which is the Raiders, right? <laughs> In your eyes and probably the eyes of the fans. Of the whole country. The three quarters of the fans that will be there. I will right. say this before you finish up. When I was watching the Bucks rams game last week and people talk about L.A. not being uh, friendly to the home team, the crowd shows up late, all that. It sounded like I was watching WVU game with this nuts as those fans were going watching the Rams. So maybe they will have a home field advantage. Well, the Raiders will. I know it's already official, but you know what tomorrow is? October 1st. And you know what else? The autumn wind is a That's my lone wolf. The Raiders. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been week four's nfl stone cold lead pipe locks and chad the mark just put himself on the island will he catch up or will biggie assert his dominance and mr brown continue to stay above 500 find out next week we'll be back all right man that was a packed show we had a lot of fun stuff we talked about and you guys definitely got me stressed about my picks i just want to stay relevant at least close to 500 but uh i gotta tell you i um I know, Biggie, you got a chance to to watch the um, the thirty for thirty on the Miracle Mets. We know we got Mr. Brown uh, with his show coming up. We're going to talk about that probably a little bit. Um, but I did actually sit down and watch a movie today for the first time in forever, and I don't even know why I watched it. The wife was home. We were just like, ah, let's see what this is. And I put on the the new Ron Reynolds flick, uh, Free Guy. Do you even know what this is? I do not. I'm going to ask your your young son who came in here, do you know what it is? I, it, it sounds so stupid, but it's a movie about video games where I guess Ron Reynolds' character is a, like what do they call him, a, uh, a non-NPC? Um, is that what it is? Non-playable character? It's just like a background character? Yeah. It's like, it's like Grand Theft Auto, so like they're just living their normal lives and people are like just blowing shit up yep. and robbing banks all the time. And he works at a bank, right? So... He just uh, becomes uh, aware uh, because of the AI, and he you know starts to just go off uh, script a little bit. But uh, it's Ron Reynolds just being funny. So if you like Deadpool and stuff like that, it's kind of the same token, just not as dirty. But he is pretty good. Nobody's even heard of this movie, and apparently it's made a shit ton of money. I just found out about it today. How old is it? It's in the theaters right now. Oh, I didn't go to the theaters. I watched it at home. Gotcha. But I don't know. I'm not going to the theaters for twenty dollar popcorns. I Never. got a little tidbit. So have, have you seen uh, Vacation Friends? I, I don't know what that is. I had Biggie watch it. Is this is this a new movie? Yeah, it just came out. And it's probably, in my opinion, John Cena's best acting movie. It's a John com- Cena. Yeah. 16-time com- world champ John Cena. Comedy. It's got the, the little short black dude from Uncle Drew. And they're on vacation in Mexico, and they become friends with Cena and his couple. 
and then it, they they show up at their wedding and it's a good time. So you know, like Cena acts all awkward in most of his movies when he tries to be funny. He just tries to act like himself. Yeah, but he's actually good in this one. This and, is the best movie he's ever done. Nice. This movie actually felt like he was the character instead of he was playing a he character. Didn't for, he didn't force it. Yeah, but uh, check it out, Vacation Friends. Okay, so I. I I'm upset that I don't even know what this is because as the wrestling guy, I usually keep tabs on stuff like this. I don't even know about it. It's and, good. You gotta watch it. And I and I'm all if Cena can can make a break for it and, and do do some better acting, I'm all for it. But I think you hit the nail on the head, like he's just John Cena in all the movies and right. it hasn't been very good so right. far. <laughs> my, my opinion of him so far as an actor is he's a guy that should be in Marine seventeen because that's his movie. You know, that's it. That's all. That's his range. range. I think the Miz took those over. I think they're his. Oh, gotcha. Once they start going direct to uh, straight to video. Yeah. I came to play. (laughs) That's all right. Have you seen his old lady, though? Yeah. Yeah. Maurice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Well, hey, we got a chance to at least talk about movies. It feels like the world's normal there, but. That's all I got for the show, guys. You got anything else? Or are we, we ready to call it a night and watch my Bengals hopefully try to not give the Jaguars their first win and then somehow win by eight points? When we reconvene next Thursday, it'll be to watch my Mariners in the Divisional Series. I hope you're right, man. That would just <laughs> uh, throw throw baseball on its head because, you know, they're dying for them ALE teams to get in there. Yes, they are. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been this edition of the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you can find us. We'll be back next week with the show, and we'll also have another edition of Beat the Shift with Mr. Brown slash Greg Rawlings coming up very soon as well. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next time.